And Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. And we're off. Can you fix my uh, TV background? It is. I forgot to do it. I think you can press right like three times. Um, it's Wednesday, December 6th, 2023 A.D., 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. We will have a fun show, I think. <laughs> Funny. Uh, yes. And we're going to cover Trump, Biden, uh, Biden the dumbest president. <laughs> no, the dumbest senator at that time, according to Ted Kennedy, whoever that is, some liberal. A Biden, a nice throwback on Biden wanting to replace the whites, including himself, although he's Irish and Catholic, and even worse, a demon rat. (laughs) Shout out to the Catholics and Irish. And so all kinds of mess going on in the government. They want, Dick Durbin wants illegals in the military, and he sounds so comforting when you hear him talk. Wow, I can see why people vote for him, I guess. Whiteness disconnects you from your humanity, says Ibram X. Kendi. Kevin Howe claimed that Putin said that. Maybe Putin said that, too. Is it like a communist thing to say? Whiteness. (laughs) Anyway, uh, ridiculous. Families, caricatures of families, bad caricatures of families on TikTok. Sick, sick. Gruesome Newsome versus DeSanctimonious. Abortion stories, maybe. R-word drama. Ape Ray. Ape Ray drama. So hopefully all that. And your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. guys doing i am fine and people are complimenting me on my shirt it's just a regular shirt it's like a generic 12 dollar shirt or something like that <laughs> 60 percent cotton 40 percent recycled polyester it's a cobra snake t-shirt yellow nice i like it thank you people are complimenting on it me on it and put in snake emojis in the snake pit, also known as the live chat. Well, that's cool. Uh, oh my goodness. There was this interesting story that I came across that I do not have any screenshots of it for you guys, but Cernovich retweeted this. Cernovich, Mike Cernovich, been on the JC Lee Peterson show, the Fallen State Men's Conference. Years back, Mystery Grove Publishing Company 
Brand new article on the recent decision by the U.S. Army to set aside the convictions of hundreds of black soldiers who rampaged through the city of Houston, Texas, in 1917, over a hundred years ago, killing more than a dozen innocent civilians. And so they share a uh, Mystery Mystery Grove on X shares this article on his, uh, I guess it's a he, on his Substack, Mr. The Conundrum Cluster.com, which is a Substack based website. I'm, Hake is on Substack. How is this stream, guys? Um, and it's wild. U.S. Army rewrites history and throws out convictions of black soldiers who shot unarmed white civilians at random but specifically white. Specifically white. Uh, The military has finally found a war it can win, writes this person who writes for the Conundrum Cluster. December 5th, 2023 A.D. On November 14th, 2023, Secretary of the Army Christine Warmuth, Warmuth, a woman, Secretary of the Army, more on her later, announced that she planned to set aside the convictions of 110 black soldiers. It's not 110. It's 110 black soldiers who participated in the Camp Logan Mutiny. Camp Logan Mutiny. August 23rd, 1917, 106 years ago, Houston police beat up and arrested a black soldier who attempted to intervene in the arrest of a black woman. See, these blacks were wild and even back then a little bit sometimes. When another, black, when another soldier attempted to intervene in this arrest, he was beaten up too. At nearby Camp Logan, soldiers of the all-black 3rd Battalion. I feel like I should uh, share these somehow. U.S. 24th Infantry Regiment, Regiment worked themselves into a frenzy over false rumors. Sound familiar? False rumors that the soldiers in Houston had been killed by police. It was false. Later, equally false rumors of a white mob marching on the base. Camp, uh, what did I say, Logan? Uh, Were allegedly spread around by the soldiers as well. Not sure he believes this claim, never seen evidence for it. In response to this totally imagined threat, the soldiers stormed the base armory seized the weapons there and marched on the city of Houston to get their revenge. Isn't that wild? I gotta drag these into the folder because it's bugging me that I don't have it. Uh, On their march, the black soldiers shot white people they encountered without provocation. They also fired into the homes that they passed. It was an overtly racial riot. They were only targeting white people. They stopped passing cars, pulled out white occupants, and killed them. American conservative magazine editor Helen Andrews assembled a set of quotes from the book A Night of Violence, which uses the trial transcript to detail the murders. The murder that most stuck out to this person who wrote this article in the... uh, conundrumcluster.com, substack uh, blog post, was 
that of Freddie Winkler, a local teenager, unlucky enough to turn on a light in his home to see what was going on. They fired into the home. A black, the black soldiers shot into the home and killed him. Seriously wounded one of his friends, blew that kid's arm off. They were, these were random attacks on civilians committed by armed American soldiers, blacks. The murders were entirely one-sided. The casualties the mutineers suffered were from friendly fire. Friendly fire. These guys were committing mutiny. They were called mutineers. And they did friendly fire. This happens a lot in combat, I heard. Where they shot... Their black soldiers shot wildly at their victims, accidentally hitting other black soldiers. In total, 11 civilians and 5 police officers were killed by the rampaging soldiers. Four of the mutineers were killed by friendly fire. The ringleader of the mutiny shot himself. I guess he killed himself? Or at least he shot himself. Uh, Army's response was swift. Mutineers were placed on trial for charges that ranged from murder to assault. The trial lasted nearly a month. 169 witnesses testified. Trial transcript ran well over 2,000 pages. It was thorough, I guess. The trial was overseen by high-ranking officers, three brigadier generals, seven full colonels, colonels, uh, three lieutenant colonels. Why is it pronounced colonels when it says colonel? Colonel. This was not a lynching despite the extraordinary situation. You know, lynchings did take place where the men of the town would take matters into their own hands. No, this was orderly. This trial of these black... uh, army people who murdered white civilians on purpose by the end of the trial 110 soldiers were convicted for their roles in the mutiny 19 of the men accused of particularly brutal behavior sentenced to death and executed several days later swift justice is the way that it should be swift justice not these years and years of um, of uh, endless Seemingly endless. Uh, oh, let's appeal. Stuff like that. All that mess. No, it should be... Justice should be swift and just. All right? Anyway. Despite these convictions, all the participants in the mutiny have now been granted honorable discharges. Over a hundred years, nearly a hundred years after the fact. I guess it took some years. More than a hundred years, Right? In fact, Army PR representative Bryce Doobie stated on his uh, account <laughs> that the trials shouldn't even have occurred to begin with. Now that post has been either deleted or put in private. The trials shouldn't even have occurred to begin with. What? The black soldiers' actions were apparently A-OK. Long as they're doing it to fight racism, mutiny, and murder. Uh, of course, the Army can't say that out loud yet, so they're citing dubious procedural errors. This is interesting, sort of. And non-falsifiable claims that an atmosphere of racism permeated the trial. Give me a break. It's whether they're guilty or not. Whether they're guilty or not, but no. Atmosphere of racism permeated the trial. So let's vacate everything. And give their, give their descendants... Uh, benefits. Uh, listen to this. One of them, one of, one of the big issues was that the uh, army set aside, 
leading the, this, the army to set aside their convictions, the military lawyer representing the mutineers was not an actual attorney. The good old days when you didn't have to be an actual attorney to represent people. Far as I can tell, having a military lawyer was not a formally licensed, who was not a formally licensed civilian attorney was perfectly legal and acceptable during that period. Might have been normal. Doesn't mean the mutineers' legal representation wasn't qualified. Military justice system has always been different from the civilian justice system. Haven't seen any specific instances where the trial was unfair enough to overturn the 100-plus-year-old convictions of people whose substantive guilt does not seem in dispute. All the soldiers were unambiguously guilty of mutiny. The mutiny killed more than a dozen civilians. There was no attempt in the articles or press releases in this story to discriminate between black soldiers who were merely passive participants in the mutiny, marching around being, yeah, this is terrible, and uh, the... uh, Soldiers who, black soldiers who pulled the white drivers out of cars and beat them to death. Army makes no attempt to discriminate between those groups either. Soldiers were all exonerated all at once. Just ham-fisted phoniness. The uh, announcement even stated their descendants would be eligible for benefits. Going to find a way maybe to give the grandchildren of murderers money now? Back pay for 40 years of honorable service. <laughs> Full retirement benefits equivalent. If your grandfather killed a, a, uh, someone in a black race riot 100 years ago, you might win the lottery in America, says, writes this guy. Everyone knows the game being played now, or should know. Liberal historians, activists, and lawyers make dubious claims accepted at face value without scrutiny by liberal government officials. And the government officials mischaracterize even those statements oftentimes. It's ridiculous. I'll show you some of these government officials later. These people, not specifically these, but these people make an agreement with themselves and then policy gets made and money gets handed out. Entire, entire free legal team at the South Texas College of Law, Houston, dedicated to exonerating these unambiguously guilty people. Probably dedicated hundreds of hours. Their, most, their proudest moment of their lives. No one was advocating for the victims. They're all totally unremembered. Not that we need to, right? It's 100 years ago. They're, they're, if they're acknowledged at all, it's to imply that they died in clashes with the mutineers. Clashes. Who, who in reality shot them unprovoked. No one in the army thought that it would be bad to send the message that mutiny was an acceptable response to false rumors as long as you can sprinkle on claims of racism in the midst of it. Oh, is in response to racism. Army's press release uses entirely passive voice to describe the brutal murders committed by the now legally exonerated mutineers. Amid rumors of additional threats to soldiers, a group of more than 100 black soldiers seized weapons and marched into the city where clashes erupted. No, they did it. <laughs> the violence left 19 people dead. They were violent. They killed others and each other. By accident, but each other. Allegedly. They don't care. They wouldn't even think to care. All these people are useless. Army PR representative Bryce Doobie said writing the press release announcing the convictions uh, would be set aside was one of the proudest moments of his, be- of his life. I believe him, this guy says. The incentive structure for the thousands of people in this 
in these positions has been crazy for decades. He can throw this on a resume. Entire class of people like this now in the government, and they're. So that's why you can't just say, oh, it's Fauci, or oh, it's Obama, or oh, it's this or that. It's a whole culture in the government, academia, mainstream media, and all of your neighbors, everybody. They all contribute to this kind of Soviet revisionism. The only way to deal with this problem is just to fire everyone involved. Go down a list of people in the army involved in this decision and fire them, this guy writes. <laughs> Look at the law professors and historians, quote-unquote, foundations, museums, institutions advocating for this. Make sure they don't receive any federal or state government resources. If you work for the state of Texas, make a list of these people, cut them off. <laughs> if they're on government land, cancel the lease, dump their personal effects in the parking lot. None of these people or groups should be anywhere near official support. But they, get, they stay paid anyway. The good news... Man, government jobs. The good news is this probably wouldn't affect military readiness at all. Who is, who is Army Secretary Christine Wormuth? Army's, oh, my thing came off. What in the world? <laughs> my background came off, Hassan. Uh, good news is this probably wouldn't affect military readiness at all. Who is Army Secretary Christine Wormuth? She's the one, she's the Secretary of the Army, okay? The woman who ordered the convictions be set aside. It turns out she's just an Obama appointee. With no military or combat readiness uh, experience. She worked in a series of civil service, think tank, and defense contractor positions. In America, someone like that can become one of the most important figures in the military. The results speak for themselves, and he shares a uh, picture of the Afghanistan mess where, the, where they pulled out of Afghanistan, and people fell off the plane, and it was a mess. Crazy, huh? So I just wanted to share that with you, because that's a wild story. Thank you to, uh, what's his name? Mystery Grove Publishing. Sorry, I don't have any imagery for you guys, but I had to read that. I wanted to read it anyway. Mystery Grove Publishing, theconundrumcluster.com. Great posts illustrating the madness of these liberals. So crazy. Kissing up over 100 years later? Yeah, it's pretty wild. The dishonesty. Communism. Uh, I have more things to cover. Let me get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona, who knows a little bit about this story. Joe, thanks for calling, and thanks for holding. What is up? Good morning, Hank. Good morning. Yeah, there's, an ex- there's an excellent movie called The 24th that details the, that uh, happening in good detail. So you might want to watch that. It's actually a very fair account of both sides of that, of that uh, mutiny and, and riot. Okay, out of 2020. Yeah. Huh. Kevin Wilmot wrote it. Very good. Movie. Black. <laughs> you think it's fair? Uh, is, it, is it accurate? From what I've read, it, it is very accurate, yes. Of course, I can't guarantee that, but yeah, from, yeah. from the sources I've read, it is. I found it interesting that Woodrow Wilson did commute the the death sentences of 10 of the soldiers to life in prison now. So that tells you, tells you something there. 
It tells well, it doesn't tell me much because Woodrow Wilson was a communist. He was one of the worst presidents we've had, right? Why do you say he's a communist? Uh, somebody I overheard somebody else say it, so I'm repeating it. <laughs> <laughs> Woodrow Wilson, he was not a decent person, though. I don't think. I would have figured you would have liked him because he's screened uh, Birth of a Nation at, at the White House. That doesn't mean anything. I've never even seen Birth of a Nation. I don't know the merits of it. I can't comment on that. Mm. Birth of a Nation is the KKK movie, not the black one. Correct. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's evil people on, on many sides. I mean, there's evil people inside of, uh, on this, supposedly on the side of the South, and there's evil people on the side of the North. So there's pe- evil people agree, who, por- who, who say that they're for the whites, and there's evil people who say that they're for the blacks. Well, that's just stupid. The whole concept of race is an artificial construct to begin with, so it's just stupid. But anyway, um, watch the movie if, it's, if you get a chance. And I don't know if Woodrow Wilson was a communist or not. It's the first time I, I've heard of that. Oh, okay. Wow, wow. You did, so you think that Woodrow Wilson was being fair is your, was your assumption? I think he looked at the evidence and figured out that those ten soldiers did not deserve to die for what they did because there was, there were certainly extenuating circumstances. So, in short, yes, you think it was fair. Fair is an objective word. Like objective, quick, quick objective though, or were, subjective? Were, were, were you the only um, moderator in Jesse's chat this morning? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I kept getting timed out a great deal. So I was oh yeah, I don't, I don't watch Jesse's chat that closely. I I didn't even see you in Jesse's chat. Yeah, are you Joe Kenyon in Jesse's chat? No, I'm not. Oh okay, I'm Comet. Oh, you're what? Comet is my new name. Comet. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't me. Okay. I don't. I don't. Okay. I really. I check Jesse's chat after I do Hague News because I like seeing what people say in response to Hague News. Sometimes they have mm-hmm. details that that I was not aware of, so I find I go to chat to get educated. <laughs> I don't know if that's a wise thing to do, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you for All the right, tip. I'll, I'll let you go. All but, right. Uh, yeah, I'll let the movie if you can. Have okay. Take care. Joe in Phoenix. Let me get to, uh, oh, I don't have this. Okay, yeah, let me get to President Trump. Uh, Clip 33, I want to play there, Nick, American Anchor Baby, is uh, helping me out in a pinch. This is from the post-millennial. Trump says Ted Kennedy told him, Ted Kennedy's dead now, right, that he thought that Joe Biden was probably the dumbest senator. Two minutes long, check it out. They're at the top of their game. We have somebody that was never at the top of his game. 25 years ago, he wasn't one of the light bulbs. He wasn't one of the bright ones. And I, told, I tell the story. So Ted Kennedy, believe it or not, was a friend of mine because of Palm Beach. They lived in Palm Beach at what's called the Kennedy compound. And I, once, I did him a big favor one time, and somehow he liked me. I liked him, even though we were opposite in many ways, politically, certainly. And I said to him, who's the smartest guy in the Senate? And he gave me a name. I don't want to tell you because I really don't like the guy at all. Still around. I said, who's the dumbest? He said, probably Joe. I said, who's Joe? Joe Biden. 
That's the first time I said, uh, oh. and that was it. And now I see when he's not in prime time for himself. I mean, years later, he failed on being president when he was like normal. Some, something is going wrong and we can't afford it because we have a problem today. Nuclear weapons is the single biggest problem the world has. And we have people, you know, it used to be 10 years ago, even five years ago, even three years ago, nobody would have thought about nuclear. You couldn't mention the word. Now it's being mentioned at every meeting. Every time you talk, it's being mentioned. The level of power of the nuclear weapons is incredible. Scary. Like take Hiroshima or take Nagasaki and you look, and that was many, many decades ago and multiply that times 500. That's what a big bomb would be today, whether it's Israel or really major countries. Nuclear weapons are the biggest problem we have. And we have a man that can't put two sentences together. We have a man that doesn't know he's alive <laughs> and he's backed up by the media. The biggest problem we have, the media, the media is fake. I came up with the term a long time ago and they won't talk about it. It's a fact. He's right about that. The mainstream media is covering for creepy Joe, crooked Joe Biden. Not to be confused with Sleepy Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> uh, the N-word that never should be said. The N-word, nuclear. The other N-word, Trump said, <laughs> we used to call it sometimes. Very dishonest. Spot on Don, says our resident health expert. Nice. It's crazy. Crooked Joe, you want to hear some Crooked Joe? Uh, he wants to replace the whites, and he's been celebrating that, and he thinks it's a source of our strength to have this diversity mumbo-jumbo. Source of the false strength of the Democrat Party, maybe. Clip 32, Vivek Ramaswamy plays this throwback from over 10 years ago. Biden's white minority clip. Hey, I'm liking this pick-me uh, MAGA candidate. Uh, pick me, pick me, Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek G. Ramaswamy, not to be confused with others. Can't make this stuff up, writes Vivek Ramaswamy. Here's Biden, about whom Trump just talked about, about whom Trump just talked, I don't have to say about twice. Nearly a decade ago, sitting next to none other than Alejandro Mayorkas, who's secretary of something, right? Mayorkas. Home... Homeland Security or something like that? I think so. Uh, proselytizing the grand right-wing myth, promoting the great replacement theory, which I disavow. <laughs> Turns out it's not a conspiracy theory, alleges Vivek Ramaswamy, whom I disavow for the sake of my channel. Speaking hard truths, U.S. presidential candidate. <laughs> it's just basic immigration policy for Democrats. And this is a C-SPAN article from, like, 2013, plus or minus, when Sleepy Joe, Crooked Joe, was Obama's vice president. And he's saying, we're going to be an absolute minority. White European stock like me. Absolute mi An unrelenting stream of immigrants. It's not a bad thing. It's a source of our strength. Here it is. Not only our Muslim communities, but African communities, Asian communities, Hispanic communities, and 
and the wave still continues. It's not going to stop, well. nor should we want it to stop. As a matter of fact, uh, um, it's one of the things I think we can be most proud of. So, uh, so there's a second thing in that black box, an unrelenting stream of immigration, Whoa. nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America, absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. What a psycho, huh? I've played this a number of times on my show. <laughs> Technically true, says Greenwald, a source of our, 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 our strength. <laughs> what? You're saying that Biden is not a normal white? Not a Christian? Kevin Howe thinks Biden is a Christian. Biden thinks Biden is a Christian. Maybe, or maybe he doesn't think that. He pretends like he's a uh, Catholic. Those Irish, shout out to the Irish. Sensible Irishmen are not these demon rats who celebrate the destruction of America and American values of freedom of speech, freedom to tell the truth, freedom of the Second Amendment of carrying your awesome guns and, and owning your awesome guns and other weapons. Uh, clean communities, crime-free communities, law and order. You mind your business, I'll mind mine. Owning property, not redistributing the messed up wealth. They don't have our values, these Muslim communities, Asian communities, Mexican communities. They don't have our black communities. Man, the black's been subverted. The white's been subverted. What a mess. Radio Genoa. There was a Vivek Ramaswamy's post. I... You know, I'm a member of the Community Notes team, okay? So I joined, and I'm not excessively active. I've never successfully gotten a Community Notes uh, post approved. But uh, I get to see the proposed Community Notes. And it's interesting because, well, the Great, the great Replacement myth is actually a far-right conspiracy theory. Wikipedia post. Uh, and I rated that as not helpful because that doesn't provide any <laughs> doesn't provide any context to this Vivek Ramaswamy thing. It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm sure that there are there are people who have various theories about the conspiracies that take place amidst this cultural reality going on. Um, and there were notes explaining why this added context isn't needed. I rated it as helpful. NNN, no note needed. Recently, the Scottish and Irish prime ministers, both of them non-white, or not fully white, openly poll about there being, P-O-L-E, whatever that means, about there being too many white people among Scotland's and Ireland's civil servants. Apparently, it's only a conspiracy theory if you object to it. If you support it, it's not. I found that a little bit of argumentative language, but it, 
it was valuable because it was note not needed. It was there was another example. Radio Genoa posted this, and I don't have the video for you, but Radio Genoa posted this on X. Irish Prime Minister Leo Varadkarl of India, Indian origins, no video, uh, where 93% of the country is white, wants to stop hiring people based on merit and start filing top positions based on ethnic origin objectives. And that may not be his words. Okay, so this may be a caricature of his words, maybe a bit of a straw man, but the gist of what he's saying is uh, there are too many white people. He promises to promote more black and colored people to power. Real racist, says Radio Genoa. And this guy's talking about, oh, we need a goal to bring in more POCs, basically. POCs into uh, Ireland. And they've done it for Scotland, too. Terrible, huh? All the white countries getting uh, all this diversity mumbo-jumbo. Why are, we, why are we the suckers? Um, aren't whites already a worldwide minority? The whites, the radical whites, tell me that whites are already like, what, 10, 9% of the population? The world population? Why do they want to keep us even worse? <laughs> why not get rid of the... Uh, I don't know. What a mess. Get rid of... Well, (laughs) why not get rid of the... uh, Let me finish my thought. Women getting educated, because educated people don't make kids, okay? Oftentimes. And uh, these women trying to get their careers and stuff and getting old and then having uh, babies who have these problems... Like, they're, like, going to die quickly sometimes, which happened in Texas. I told you about it in Hake News. Why don't we promote uh, whites being moral and getting married and stuff? The heck are you saying, Hake? Says classical (laughs) seesaw. Let me play this. Illegals in the military. Ah. Illegals in the military. Clip 34. This is from The Blaze. Posted this on X. Senator Dick Durbin. You ever heard of him? Democrat. Wants to make it possible for illegal immigrants to join the U.S. military. Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join, he says. That's a quote. And he says more about it. Uh, here's Dick Durbin promoting illegals joining the military. He calls them undocumented. Go ahead. What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is that it is one half of the immigration equation. Yes, we need order at the border. Yes, we need to have changes in the laws that reflect the reality of the overwhelming numbers from all over the world who are coming to our our shores and our border. But there's also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, 
says that if you're an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them the chance? I think we should. <laughs> Let me tell you about other... <laughs> Isn't his voice all charming and calm and, and comforting? Should we give him a chance? I think we should. Undocumented people, if they can pass a test, if they can pass a test, that means they're documented in background stuff. That means they are documented. You silly dude person, as they said. Silly dude person. Somebody called me a silly dude person. And the name stuck. They don't have our values. I've talked about these people who so-called serve in the military and then they feel like they should respect me. Thank me for my service. <laughs> it's kind of like the attitude, right? Because everybody's like, oh, thank you for your service. And it's all groveling and kissing up and or or it's like kind of like rote ingrained in you oh you're supposed to thank well thank you for your service and you're like pretending to be all serious no how about we get rid of the subsidized birth control like i said earlier about the whites becoming a minority get rid of the uh abortion get rid of these Women pursuing careers and, and edumomification. Getting all old, past birthing age, prime birthing, birthing age. They've already made us to where we're like already old by the time we're considered an adult. And now they buy Obama with Obamacare. He wanted, not now, but 10, 12 years ago. He wanted us to be 26 years old, still under our parents' health insurance. 26 years old, living at home under your parents' so-called health health care insurance. Hand out condoms at schools. We we have a teen pregnancy problem. Here's it's a morality problem, right? But let's enable the immorality by giving condoms at schools and even churches they were doing it in the 90s. They don't target the things because they're immoral. They target the things because it's getting a little too unwieldy. They like a crisis. They don't like it to be too unwieldy. But they do like that unrelenting stream of immigrants. Terrible. Who... Go into, the, go into the military and get gang combat training for their gangs and cartels. <laughs> More like Obama don't care. That's right. For cost reasons, Hakes' comment. 
They don't even need to be, they don't even necessarily need to be uh, covered. I think that government meddling in that, hate that, says Joel. What does he hate? hate Joel doesn't hate anything. Uh, the government meddling in these things and subsidizing some of these things, the thank you for your service stuff, oh yeah, ridiculous. Oh. Cringe. I know that men don't cringe, says Lin Yan Chin. <laughs> Gross, GG Cash. TMI. You're not supposed to know that. He says free condoms always break. Ugh. This is a children's friendly show. Trying to follow this stream of consciousness is cookie crisp. There's like so much wrong with. Uh, Society that basically here's here's how I see society and the government, the liberals basically, and the it's honestly the conservatives too. So society is turning more corrupt, and that's causing problems. Corruption, example, uh, having getting all lustful and sex out of wedlock. So, false solution: condoms, birth control, not solution. Uh, be moral. Be responsible f- for your actions. Get married. No sex before marriage. Should you have sex before marriage, then you have to be responsible and take care of the child. Get married, etc. Rather than go in that direction, they do enable it. Condoms. Uh, Subsidize single mothers. Um, bring in no-fault divorce and all that stuff. They have all these things accommodating the s- symptoms rather than getting to the root issue or dealing it w- logically as men should. So we just complicate our... We being... Human beings do this too, just on an individual level. Complicate our lives through, oh, I didn't get enough sleep last night because I'm a degenerate, so therefore I'm going to have a lot of caffeine here in the morning to stay awake and it'll become a vicious cycle. You're complicating your life. Abortion is birth control. Yeah. That's right. Oh, problem. Black crime. Black violent crime. It's been going on a long time. Solution. Abortion. Yeah, abortion them. More abortion, less black crime. Actually, it hasn't been the case. But let's say it has been partly the case. That is a false solution addressing a symptom rather than dealing with the root issue. Let's say they weren't allowed to get the abortion. The, the uh, mo- black mother would be forced to take care of this child. She will not have seared her conscience by killing the child physically in her womb, and she would have uh, been forced to be responsible for that child along with her other children whom she already has too. And maybe the mother is a little bit less guilty and nasty and evil. Maybe slightly, marginally. That's why I say abortion increases the uh, heartlessness, the cold-heartedness of the black community. That's why I think it. That's what I think it does. I could be wrong. That's my theory. 
but you're doing one evil to abate another evil, you're only going to get more evil. But there are some people, even in Hake's chat, who uh, think that abortion brings down black crime, therefore we should just let the uh, POCs abortion themselves. Terrible. So, uh, we could be having not a declining white population, but we do. What a mess. Oh, well. Um, let me get to Trick in Montana. Been wanting to get to Trick for a bit of time here. Trick, thanks for calling. How you doing? Are you there? Trick! You, you boomer! You low IQ veteran! Trick! 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 <laughs> Trick going once. Uh, let me put him on hold. He's not there. What in the world? We'll get him, we'll get him s- squared away. I am remiss in not getting to the Super Chats yesterday. I gotta get to these. Gregatron. Oh my goodness, Gregatron. Says, Hake. Turn your mic off! I'm holding my mic. Holding the mic. Get out! You, sir, are a Bible denier. Bible denier, get the heck out of my church! <laughs> nice, Gregatron. And that was referring to the baltard pastor who kicked out the flat earthers after three, four hours because he's a Bible denier. <laughs> They're just accusing each other of being unbiblical. Ridiculous. You know what I mean? Jellybean? Nice. Thank you, Gregatron. Great super chat. Division in the church. People will get divided over anything. And over nothing. I'm shaking my head. That was Greg Locke. Those two pastors arguing over the flat earth. Greg Locke's meltdown. As if Dean Otto was this angel. He was no angel. It was two devils fighting. James all jacked up on sugar. I'm not. I haven't even had caffeine today. I'm just high on life. God's energy. Nah. Okay. Um, Thank you, Gregatron. I will get to more Super Chats. Let me get to Mark in Los Angeles, California. While we get Trick squared away. Trick is not ready. Mark in Los Angeles, how are you doing? Very good, thank you, and thanks for taking the call. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to comment on this uh, guy that, I'm not even going to say his name, but the clown from Arizona that suggested that we see this movie that he mentioned. I'm not going to repeat it. You familiar? There is nothing... Okay, there is nothing that he's going to tell you to watch that's going to show this in a pro-white way. I haven't seen the movie. I'm not going to bother with Hollywood rewriting of history. Right. But that man is a racist and a white hater. Okay, it's your show. You can give them all the time you want. Right. But any suggestion that he has to see a movie is only going to be biased against the white man. And that's who he is. And on the other subject of... uh, uh, Biden, uh, you know, opening up the floodgates of hell. Yeah. Okay. It, it should, if you put it all together, in my mind, it shows these people like Durban and Biden 
and some of these communists that call in, they want genocide against the white race. This is their ultimate goal. They won't admit it because they're liars and they're cowards. Yeah. But don't let them con you, man. Don't let them con you. They are not fair-minded people. They're evil people that break the law and want to throw us in jail for our free speech. And that's that's the bottom line. Um, can I recommend a book? Is that allowed on your show? You know what? Email it to me if you can. Email it to me. Or uh, or I'll put you on hold and... Uh, yeah, if you can, just email me. Report at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a white... I refer... I'm not going to give you the title okay but the uh, but basically it's a review of the white segregationists of the late 50s and early 60s and their struggle to stop the madness that we're experiencing today to me these men were heroes uh, are you going to let me name any of them or not oh the these are these are uh past dead guys yeah historical figures go ahead well, the main person that they spoke of in this book was the Honorable J.B. Stoner. That man spoke the truth. And if you Google him, they're going to call him a Nazi because that's their slur on white men who are proud of their race. Because that's all a Nazi is, is a proud white man. And the swastika is a symbol of anti-communism. Just remember that. And uh, so... You know, I wish I could tell you the name of the book. No there was problem, a man. man. Named- you can, hey, uh, did did the Nazis respond evil against evil? Were they did they fight evil with evil? Depends. Some um, did. It depends on what you mean. If you're referring to the Holocaust, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not referring to anything specifically. I'm just saying, did they? <laughs> did they uh, fight evil with evil? Okay. Uh, you're asking me if they fought evil with evil. Yeah. Well, that would mean I would have to call them evil. So it's a loaded question. Uh, not Nothing personal by me saying that. I just, it, it is kind of, because either way, if I say no, you're probably going to say, well, you know, it's obvious that they did. Well, if I, I say yes. I'm no historian. <laughs> I don't, I, I am, I'm sure that there was... I'm sure there were many cases in which they did. That's my assumption. But I don't, I don't know about all of them. Well, isn't there a saying, all is fair in love and war? <laughs> there is a saying. And war is uh, nasty. And people do, people do things in war that you and I, we weren't there. We can't necessarily uh, judge because we don't know the whole story. So I understand that if that's what you're getting at. Okay, I to answer your question, I would say yeah, they probably did. Okay, um, fight evil with evil, but I feel that it was justified. Um, what are your? I, I I've been curious to um, to know from your perspective, what is your view of Hamas? I don't know much about them. I've heard that. They were actually funded by Israel, but that's partly because Israel gives money to, like, the leadership of Palestine, right? And it's kind of like that type of situation. It's not like they were, like, they funded Hamas to rise up and take power over the, over the Palestinians necessarily. But maybe they fund their continued 
thing. But anyway, Hamas, it sounds like they're, it sounds like they were uh, evil. You know, based on the things that some of the individuals reportedly did to the people on the October 7th attack, there were some crazy things done. And I've heard, um, I've heard different things over the years about Hamas and all that stuff. I think that there's a lot of brainwashing of their of the children about um, against Israel and a lot of brainwashing of Israelis against the Palestinians. Well, the difference is, and I'm not sticking up for Israel, but the Israeli soldiers didn't rape and torture Palestinian uh, people that I know of. I haven't heard of any stories right. where they kidnapped and raped any Palestinians. I think both sides are evil. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't just say Israel supported Hamas. The U.S. did too with dollars. Okay, they gave it to the Palestinian Authority, right? Which was Hamas. Hamas. Yeah. So you know, our if you you could say our hands weren't clean either. Now, but, giving uh, it. To, I mean, I don't think we should be funding foreign foreign countries for the most part, anyway. But since we do, like, can you really fault people for? If you're funding the Palestinians, you're funding Hamas, basically, is what I gathered, or at least at that point it was. Well, if you believe Biden and company, the money that uh, they give to the Palestinian Authority has earmarks. Look, you can't give anything to Hamas. Oh, but they, yeah. they ignore it. It's kind of I mean, like, I- that's to be honest, it's kind of like us funding Planned Parenthood, but you can't use it for abortion. Well, you're subsidizing their existence. So they can continue to do put more money towards abortion of their own money that they're getting. So do you? Mm-hmm. So it do, seems do, ridiculous. Do you support abortion on demand? I do not, not at all. I, I, I suppose I support it for the, like the life of the mother. I guess. Did you like Margaret Sanger? Margaret Sanger, I don't know anything about her. I other than that she was for. Um, castrating them not castrating but making them so that making the women so that they couldn't have children the poor correct and blacks mm-hmm. and well, i she founded planned parenthood right was her claim and and she, i heard that the nazis and kkk kind of liked her is that true yeah she spoke at clan rallies right i don't really it, support <laughs> her because i don't think that we need to be yeah sterilized thank you um well i don't think she wanted to sterilize the white man r- i don't think that was her goal Right. Maybe she wanted to sterilize the poorer ones, like the Irish. The colored people. That's who she wanted how about to sterilize. The, how about the Irish and Italians? <laughs> Does she no, have a I've never heard her uh, advocate that. <laughs> right. Pe- these people. What, what's your take on her? I liked her. Oh, really? I liked her. Oh, yeah. What about like oh, yeah. for- forced sterilizing? It depends on who's getting the forced sterilization. Uh, yeah. De- it like depends- if you've committed a crime or something like that and. I mean, that's, to me, even that's kind of wild. <laughs> well, uh, if you're, but a racist, I don't know. I'm a, I'm yeah. just a, I'm a tender-hearted millennial who doesn't know anything about life back then. Well, you saw what happened in night. You discussed earlier what had happened in Houston. Yeah, um, with the massacre of the white people and this witch, Warmoth. I guess is her name, appointed by uh, the white hater of all time, Obama, uh, was the one who released these demons. Or not released them, but changed the record for these people. So it's okay to kill white people. That's basically the message. 
And uh, uh, I can't see how she's worse, or I can't see, I should put it this way. How could Margaret Sanger be worse than Warmark? No, I don't think that she was worse than, than any of the people here. I don't think that, you know, they talk about, oh, how the, the KKK was so evil. And maybe they were, but I think that the, and the slave owners and stuff, stuff like that, I think the Democrats today are as bad or worse than, than they were. Oh, definitely yeah. worse. Now, the Democrats of the day back then weren't bad. You mentioned Woodrow Wilson. He did actually start a lot of these um, government agencies. Okay. You know, like DOJ. It so was that's, under his so that's, watch. So that's evil, right? That's, that's well, not a good yeah, thing. yeah, he was wrong. The but, DOJ? But, but they, he start, are you serious? He started the DOJ? No, I don't know. No, I ref, uh, let me take that back. I don't know for sure if he did. Maybe it like CIA? Happened. Something like that? Well, under his administration, at Woodrow Wilson, there were a lot of bureaucratic uh, government um uh, agencies founded. Communist. I don't want to say which, but you have to remember though, those government programs, not the DOJ or the FBI. I'm excluding those devils. Okay. But um, a lot of the uh, bureaucratic uh, agencies that he set up were actually good, and they benefited America, which was predominantly white and predominantly racist. And Woodrow Wilson was a racist. His father was a slave owner. And they used the Bible to condone slavery. Okay. Woodrow Wilson loved the birth of a nation. Uh -huh. He called it uh, history and, <laughs> and living color. It wasn't in color. But history right on the screen for the whole world to see. But there were Woodrow good and Wilson. bad racists. So, like, you know, it doesn't... People got... I don't know. I don't know, man. I heard that Woodrow Wilson... There was a great uh, segment from Bill Lockwood that touched on Bill on uh, Woodrow Wilson, I think. Well, on racial issues, I'm forced to agree with him. Okay. Wilson. Okay, on those issues, it's just like the black Muslims. On certain issues, I'm forced to agree with them. Right. They're for separating the races. They're for uh, banning interracial marriage. How can I argue with that? And <laughs> right. the black Muslims, one thing you should also know if you don't know this already... They never participated in Martin Luther King's, um, you know, communist uh, marches and so on. They nice. denounced him. Right on. Good for so them. So how could I be against the Muslims? Yeah. You know, I'm against them in certain ways. Yeah. I don't like these Palestinian demonstrators. They're just a bunch of white-hating uh, devils that are that are only after the Jews because they feel the Jews are white. Where did you, the, did you did you hear about uh, Woodrow Wilson part? Uh, commuting the sentences of some of the blacks who uh, participated in that riot against the whites? That uh, Yeah, I heard that. I did hear that. Didn't that come from our friend in Arizona, though? It did. Or was that something that's true? It, <laughs> <laughs> it came from our friend in Arizona, and I assume that there's some factual basis behind what he said. You've you got to remember anything that character says, take it with a great big grain of salt. He <laughs> calls himself a conservative and he votes for Obama. Give me a break. He's a phony man. Yeah. And he he's no way a conservative. He is? But I don't know. To answer your question on Wilson, yeah. I don't know that he did that. If he did it, I'm sure he had good reason. Maybe they weren't part of the people that were actually pulling the trigger and killing every fair. killing people. Yeah, that's you fair. Know, but they should have all been executed. Every one of them should have been executed. You think all and of them, huh? should be in, should be fired. 
if Trump comes back, and I pray every night that he does, that animal, Warmoth, that, you know, changed Christine, the record. Secretary she, she of the Army. Yeah. Yeah, she's no good. Right. She never even was in the Army. It's terrible, and, man. And uh, she's making these big decisions. What kind of benefits are these ancestors going to get? Yeah. The descendants, you mean? Uh, the criminals. It the remains to be seen. Things. It remains to be seen. Man, I, I got to go. Mark, I'm past the top of the hour here. Appreciate oh. your call. Interesting, man. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. You as well. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Joe in Phoenix <laughs> wanted to call in and defend himself. I don't know if Joe wants white genocide. <laughs> it's a liberal word. Just in your defense. I know he's part white and he has whites in his family. He's married to a white allegedly or something like that. And Ronnie from Ohio thinks he is white. Thinks he might be white. <laughs> he sounds white. <laughs> uh, anyway, I have to move on. We're past the top of the hour. It's Christmas time, guys. I have to play some Christmas music. I get to. I enjoy it. Do you have hope in your eyes? I don't know, even know if it's a Christmas song. It's sort of Christmassy seeming. This is from Justin Jolt. Justin Volmar. It's Volmar Wednesdays here on the Hake Report. 2002 album, Every Place is Home. Do You Have Hope in Your Eyes by Justin Volmar. Be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Nice. 
San Onofre, by the way. Justin Volmar, so good. I think he's Christian. <laughs> Hake, listening to this is making me melt. So good. Well, thank you for bearing with me through, in my opinion, beautiful music. Super chats, guys. Got to read these super chats. I am remiss in not getting to them yesterday. Truck driver says, Senor Hake, few things. Subaru STI is a Chad's car. He asked if I'm a Subaru owner. So it's a compliment. And I didn't answer whether I own a Subaru. All-wheel drive. That's right. All-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, AWB, AWD, whatever. And overall, a great rally car. What's a rally car? I don't know, cars. Second, says truck driver, Earth is flat. A truck driver would believe that. Driving across those great plains, get flatter such and such to do an interview over presentation. Third, Daniel's history lessons are super interesting. Yeah, Daniel in Texas. I enjoy his history. That's cool. Thank you, truck driver. Being enlightened till I rise. Talk about a Hake show today, meaning yesterday. Three coffees. I mean, we got Hake being Hake while wearing a shirt of Hake pointing out the horizon on the beach. Look, obvious globe. Oops, I touched the TV by accident. Obvious globe. I'm posing like the soy jack, like my T-shirt. I almost wore another Obvious Globe T-shirt today. A Hanes heavy cotton, whatever. One of those ones that where the sleeves stick out like this. Because it's, I don't know, it's heavy cotton, odd fit, classic fit. Um, teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report. The shirts keep on getting better. Uh, where Hake lives, on the beach where Hake lives, <laughs> laughing face emoji sideways with tears coming out. The, sheets, the shirts keep getting better, man. I'm going to order a mildly attractive shirt for my wife for Christmas. Do you think she'll like it? Oh, yeah, I hope so, man. Hope so. I know uh, Amazing Asia wanted a black gal version because I have a white gal version. Not a black gal version. Mildly attractive. 
Thanks for considering it for two seconds, she said. <laughs> Three. Someone bought a coffee. Regarding your earlier call yesterday on home prices, why haven't you purchased a home, asks someone. Do you earn enough to pay a mortgage on a house in your area? Well, Mr. Someone, that's a very nosy question. How about this for an answer? None of your business. You don't know whether I own a home. Why are you assuming that I haven't purchased a home? Or how do you know whether I have or haven't? Are you trying to bait me into doxing my... My home ownership or lack of home ownership? You trying to dox my uh, my relative income range level that I can uh, pay a more whether or not I could pay a mortgage on a house in my area, Mister Someone? <laughs> but it's interesting. I do recommend you guys take the advice, great advice from. Uh, some of these California callers, Manuel from California, he tightened up his budget. He was wasting money on stuff he didn't realize. So much, so much. And uh, my caller yesterday, Justin from Fullerton, save more than you spend, he said. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that's very white of him. I, uh, the, per, the slightly less rigorous Jesse Lee Peterson says, put away 10%. For investment. Save 10% for investment. And don't touch it. Um, so yeah, save your money. Be surprised what you can have on hand when the opportunity comes. Nice. Base America... F- but thank you for your coffee, someone. You snake. You snake. I'm trying to get in there. <laughs> I already, already said don't to give me any more Super Chats because you seem like a snake, but I rescind that ban. You can give me Super Chats because it's Jubilee. It's Jubilee. It's Christmas. What the hake? Give me all the Super Chats you want. <laughs> Get, buy me all the coffees you want. Maybe one day with all your coffee money that you give me, I'll be able to buy a... First or second or third or however nth home <laughs> and afford the mortgage payment. Uh, Base America first bought a coffee. Republicans tire. Oh, let me. I've read so many super chats. Hold on. Base America first super chat. Republicans tired of being blamed for not helping Americans with their slim margin, uh, majority margin, decided to expel George Santos. I know. I have pictures of George Santos. In the folder there. Friday's CNN headline, George Santos is going to be up for his third uh, attempt at uh, expelling him. Expulsion vote. And they brought uh, some Mexican, other Mexican, because George Santos is Mexican looking, sort of. Santos, sort of Hispanic. Look at him. (laughs) Goofy guy in in our Congress. No longer... Uh, a congressional icon, he called himself. He's on Cameo now, by the way. I'm interrupting Base America First Super Chat. <laughs> Talk about George Santos. Show the guy who tried to expel him. Oh, look at him. See, he's fun. He's funny. I don't know if he's fun. I don't even know if he's funny, but he has a funny look on his face, right? Sunglasses. Oh, fat. Baby face. He still has baby fat. I don't know if he's baby fat. At this point, it's not baby fat. Um... Getting old. That's the guy who tried to expel him or who successfully brought expulsion, a third expulsion vote. This guy who's 
like the former mayor of Long Beach or somewhere, I forget. Is it the congressional California, congre- Cal- con- so-called congressman, congress male from California, this guy. I forget his name. What was the name of, of that guy in there? Let's see. Santos. George Santos. Representative Robert Garcia. With his goofy grin. Looks just as goofy as George Santos. What's the difference between expelling him and you? Just because you're slicker at lying than George Santos. I love George Santos's lies. Uh, I come from Holocaust survivors <laughs> or something like that. My mother died in 9-11. Um, I, lost, I lost five employees in that Pulse nightclub shooting. Um, I graduated from college. From such and such college. <laughs> Gift of the year. From my friend Rebecca. Such and such. Thank you, Mr. Santos. NY. Senator Megan Hunt. Uh, he's doing cameos now. Everybody's on cameo. And his cameos cost 10 bucks, allegedly. I want to do I want to join cameo now. I got to learn how to not. Ignore my emails. I gotta stay on top of my emails first before I join Cameo. I want to be a a Cameo icon like George Santos. How can you expel him? He's a Republican. He flipped the seat. After deception and drama, Santos faces expulsion today, meaning Friday. Why the House may, may expel Santos? So these rhinos expelled him. Anyway. Back to Base America First Super Chat. Thank you uh, for help, the help there, Hassan. Republicans, tired of being blamed for not helping Americans with their slim margin, decided to expel George Santos so they can return to saying, we just don't have the votes. I know, huh? They love being losers. NATO and Ukraine... Wants border security with Russia. NATO slash Ukraine wants border security with Russia. Israel wants border security with Gaza. Yet Senate demon rats are confused how foreign aid funding is tied to better border security for Americans. Fair point. Based America first. Demon rats won't do anything. They claim they saved money by not doing it. Or we'll get more Customs and Border Protection and $5,000 gift cards to process even more illegals into the country. Really? They get $5,000 gift cards? Or who? (laughs) What? (laughs) Maybe no spending is the best position. All theater. Yeah. I was so happy to find out that they were out of Ukraine war welfare money. It's not good. (laughs) I mean, giving them war welfare? What? Here's money... Get yourselves killed. Get more of your people killed. And kill some Russians. Yay. That's not something to celebrate. Carver bought a coffee. Thank you, Base America First. Carver says, hey, Hake, it's Christmas movie season. So last night, the one we watched was A Boy Called Christmas. And I was appalled. Appalled. Good word. It was a take on the so-called origin story of the holiday. In the Middle Ages, Finland, this kid named Nikolas, Nikolaus, Nikolaus, Nikolas, Nikolas, and that's how it was pronounced in Finland, uh, met with a bunch of elves and invented Christmas. No Jesus at all, nothing. There was no Christmas until he invented it right then. 
There was even a line about, why did mama call me Christmas? What does that word even mean? Responded with, I don't know, I never heard that word before. Turns out mama was friends with the elves too, and it was one of their words. It was told Princess Bride style by an old white grandma telling it to a bunch of diverse kids. Wow. Absolute brainwashing taking the Christ out of Christmas. Disavow and avoid at all costs. Keep it pithy. Thank you, Carver. Wow, what a mess. And you can spell it Xmas, okay? X stands for Christ. A lot of us, we Christians... We were and are illiterate. So you sign your name with an X because you're a Christian. X, cross country. X, cross. The cross, symbol of Christ. Christ mass. It's not Xing out Christ. It's not crossing out Christ. It's crossing in Christ. You people who think, oh, well, shout out to the people who think that you shouldn't spell X Christmas with an Xmas, kind of like the flat earthers. Flat earthers welcome and and Xmas disavowers. We are friendly to you too. But I'm gonna still spell it Xmas because it's not bad to spell it Xmas. <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I think you guys do. Maybe I spent too much time on it. Why is it so quiet in here? It sounds EX-mess. Oh, yeah, yeah, terrible. X is fine, though. Having a... <laughs> I saw never knew that. Nice. Um, let's say you have a... Uh... <laughs> anyway, um, if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you're a girl and you have a boyfriend, or you're a guy and you have a girlfriend... And then they turn into an X. That's a good thing. It's a source of your strength. It's a lazy, atheist-friendly abbreviation. It says, Doom Jesus. <laughs> Whatever, man. You guys ever seen the movie Oscar? One of his helpers signed th- different things that he was supposed to sign, and he signed it with an X. <laughs> I guess because he's illiterate. Nice. Miles in Minnesota is on the line here. Miles, thank you for calling. How you doing? Hey, Hank. I'm doing well. How are you? I am well as well. Thank, thank you. Down. Cool. I just wanted to talk, uh, expand on uh, the conversation of corruption in society, so on and so forth. Oh, great. And One of my favorite I topics. I have a couple examples. Uh, of course, as you probably know, the government people in the government, our government institutions being corrupted, obviously, from inside and outside. Wow. And and as well as government institutions like NASA um, who have even more incredible funding than our allies across the world, uh, Ukraine, um, and the most recent one, Palestine, because their budget is in the billions. Is it in the billions? Is it more than three billion or four billion? 
Fifty fifty billion. Wow, 50 billion. that's but that's is that because of the space for oh thirty billion distributed among its subcomponents. I don't know. Tw- interesting, man. Fifty billion. You 30, said thirty to fifty billion. Um, uh, a day, I believe. A day. That's what it is. It could be million. It could be million. Okay, but it. Total sum in the hundreds of billions. In a, in a year? In a year. And throughout throughout the uh, course of their funding history. Oh, okay. So Because 30 million a day adds up very fast into the hundreds of billions. Okay, so uh, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing what you said earlier, like 30 billion, 25 billion. 17 billion. Yep. Um, and that's, I mean, those are just incredible numbers. That's a lot of money. And, uh, and, and I'm not necessarily against it if they're, if they're, you know, making us, because uh, that's sort of military almost. And it's good to be ready, I guess. I don't know if it is or not, but it's kind of nice to um, invent stuff. I don't know if the government should be doing it. Go ahead. Continue your point. I don't know what I'm saying. I would. I would agree. I think private. It, it should be in. Uh, it should, of course, not. I don't believe it should be used for tax purposes. Our tax purposes should go to experimental. Yeah. Equipment for exploring outer space, and weapon, stuff like that. And the weaponization of what they're calling space, especially not that satellites, things like that, because I, I think a lot of them are questionable programs yeah and quite possible for like an audit of those of those institutions as well that's fair i think so and on another note there's i like your shirt with with the horizon in the background it comes off as kind of ironic yeah that's what i like about it too is it's it's friendly to both sides because i'm kind of (laughs) serious about it but yet it's also Mocking Hake because making Hake look like an idiot, <laughs> pointing yeah. out like it's an obvious globe when it looks like it's flat and it's it's ambiguous in its meaning. <laughs> a, a somewhat flat horizon in the back, right? Background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love that. And then um, I, I was listening the other day. And I heard your conversation with someone who. You you guys brought up why does it matter? What would it matter if it was this way or another? Right. And would it matter to you if you? I'm going to propose something to you. Um, you're 33, I think it is. My age. Your age. Give or take. <laughs> I'm 42. Okay, so let's say you're let's say you're 32. Um. Would it matter to you, 32 years old, if you had found out you were raised by someone who turned out not to be your parents? That would... That or would, maybe you had found out you were adopted? I can't really get it. I, that's like an imagination thing, but I would think that that would matter. Yeah, that would, that would matter. That would trip somebody would, out. I, I, could, I, I bet I've heard that that has tripped people out. Children want their real parents, even even when they're adults. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
everyone wants everyone wants to know where they're coming from to a certain degree, especially they want to know who they're from and where they were and especially where they are and where we are. So it's could be a very it's a very similar feeling or realization that come that would come across. Yeah, like Earth is had, this this obvious globe Earth is home. Like so you're attached to home. I understand that. Yeah, it's a place that is called home. Yeah. But similarly, when you're raised, you find out you're adopted. Well, that's not actually your home home. Right. where you were relocated to. So it's a similar, like, okay, everyone needs a solid foundation of knowing where they're from. And that solid foundation just comes from being informed and not lied to because that can cause the series of, you know, um, problems if you've been lied to your whole life. I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah, especially with parents, because parents is more immediate and real because you're actually raised by your parents. You're not raised by Earth. I mean, the Earth that you experienced is still the same Earth. You just you just thought it was a different shape. You thought it was flat when it was really a ball. Um, well, it could it could really it could really and my. It could really, for lack of a better word, it could possibly retard the person by not knowing uh, where they're actually from because it could it could affect their spiritual growth or their mental growth or their future um, realizations to come as they mature. It's it not a perfect. That. It's not a perfect analogy, though, because parents who actually gave birth to the children more frequently love the children better than the parents who are step-parents. Step-parents are more likely to R-word or get involved S-wordually with the uh, stepchildren. Case in point, that one guy who is a comedian and funny, and he married his, his stepdaughter, Right. Um, not a Christian. I'm blanking uh, on his the name. The comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Uh, the older gentleman. Yeah. Funny guy, Woody Allen. Mm. Woody Allen, he, Woody Allen. he got with that stepdaughter uh, Asian gal, right? Um, and it's common for step-parents to do evil to the, to the uh, stepchildren. So it's <laughs> less... So pa- it's better f- to be raised by your own parents, even if your own parents... I mean, all parents are evil. Um, but this ball earth thing, you remind me of the blacks or Richard Spencer, because Richard Spencer and the blacks think of all blacks or all whites in the case of Richard Spencer as your extended family. But what's your relationship most directly with your real parents? You know, the blacks don't really have good relationships with their real parents. Those who are all hung up on this race thing, they've they've gone around their real parents and around God to have this phony communist brotherhood with, all, with the whole black race, except for the blacks who don't support their mess. And so, the, um, so it is, I think, with the flat earthers, they f- feel this, they are still attached to worldly, shallow fault, fallen state things like the world 
and creation rather than the creator. Is it fair to say that you can have a you could have a better understanding of what the creator did if you study his creation? Because I get I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, you can appreciate you can have your cake and eat it too. You know it's not mean? it's it's great to uh, I think doesn't the Bible say something like that all things were made for our enjoyment or something like that? Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's right. maybe that's worldly talk. I feel like something like that is maybe in the Bible. It's fine to to appreciate God's creation, but don't get hung up on it. Because right, like, more important is more important is uh, how you live. Yeah, yeah. How you live, and you, it's also how you live can be. You have to your relationship with this place has to be good as well. It has to... Yeah, we should be responsible. We are stewards of the earth. We're supposed to dominate it, subdue it in a manly and responsible way. Not this this climate change, communist, global homo way. Yeah, and no asteroids from outer space are coming to for doomsday to obliterate earth. Well, I don't know. Because those things, may or may not be. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you you have your relationship with this place has to be with love and understanding. It has to be good for you to live the right way as well. You have to have peace with yourself and others and not live in fear of any potential outer space. Threat. Yeah, you shouldn't because you should not live in fear. Change, it was outer space. Yeah. An asteroid took out the dinosaurs. Or was it the was it the uh, ice age or did one bring the other? All kinds of crazy theories. And what's going to happen to us? The next ice age is coming. Oh no, it's global warming. Oh no, it's more extreme weather because of climate change. <laughs> hey, I know what we should do. When yeah. this place goes down, we should travel to other lands. We should go beyond beyond the place of the ice wall. Travel to those lands. Meet our <laughs> boys. We go should, to we should. Uh, girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Boys go to <laughs> Mars to get more candy bars. I don't know if you ever heard that one, <laughs> but actually, if you went to Jupiter, you would be smarter. My brother said because it's farther away than Mars. You can't go to Jupiter. It's just a light in the sky. But we could go to other lands that we're familiar with, like beyond the ice wall that have trees and many lands and grass and untapped resources. That How do you like know this? Idea. <laughs> well, there's been many different accounts, not even from the same people, not only people in military that have seen more land flying over the ice walls and they see melted water. It's not just ice walls. There's an ice wall directly from South America to the South Pole, but then you get, you fly, you're allowed to fly over it. You can see the mountain terrains and the melted water and the waterfalls. There's, there's whole con, there's, there's potentially continents or more land that's untapped there, just waiting to be explored and discovered. Huh. Old explorers man. didn't have airplanes. Is it and cold it up in there in Minnesota? Get through. It's not, it, no, it's not cold. It's not that bad. Okay. I'm outside right now. Right on, man. 
Interesting call. Uh, so, yeah, defund NASA. I'm kind of with you on that. And use, utilize their budget Although I don't, to I don't hold South, it. A, sorry, go ahead. South Pole. You use, we could, we could allocate, we could do an audit of NASA, allocate any funds that we don't think should be directed to them, allocate that to a program to discover anything that could be beyond, beyond the ice wall. No, it should be done, I, you mean like explore Earth. I think that it should be done privately if we're going to defund, because we got problems, bud. We should defund the government. I, I don't necessarily hold it against Trump to do the Space Force thing. I think it's kind of cool. It's cool. It's very mysterious. I do. I am curious. Called. Somebody brought up an interesting point, and I don't know where it was or when it was, what show it was, about standing armies. Oh, somebody called my show about it. Standing armies. The founders did not want standing armies or foreign uh, aid and foreign relations. The guy who is all, all broken up over the, his dog, the one who cried over his dog, he called in from Montana or North Dakota or South Dakota or somewhere, John, I think maybe. And he said we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be having these, this huge military. It should be the be, it should be the people, the militia, which is an interesting exactly. take. It's a totally different setup than from what I'm used to seeing. We should demilitarize America to a certain extent because we don't necessarily need as much forces as we and equipment as we need, especially for space, outer space exploration. <laughs> And we need to demilitarize. The why South are you a Why are you a space denier? Last quick, in short, in short, I gotta close this out. But why are you a space denier? In short, uh, space is allegedly a vacuum. Uh, anything that is in a vacuum is uh, in a sealed vacuum. It has to be in a container on Earth. When you put anything into a vacuum, it, it's immediately destroyed. You can put anything into a, humans cannot be in a vacuum, even in a spacesuit. They've never put a spacesuit with a human in, inside in a vacuum chamber. Okay. So it would be a. It would be a. It would be the end. It would be suicide. And so, anything that anything that has an atmosphere inside of it in space, as well, like the ISS would be crushed as well. And when you take a look in the telescope, whenever you do, you need to point it at the stars and see what they really are because they're lights in the sky and they have patterns and light waves in them. And they're very interesting to look at. They For don't sure. look like a moon in outer space. They look more like a pattern of lights. It's very fascinating. Cool, man. Well, thanks for your call. Miles, call me again. Cool. Thanks, Zach. All right. Take care. You as well. Miles in Minnesota. <laughs> Some of the chat going wild over that. Caller is wildly out of control. Says, come on, man. 
<sighs> there is a super chat from D Live. Beta Legs says with a diamond, he asks a personal question. Hey, have you ever been to Uranus? That's right, it's pronounced Uranus, which doesn't sound that much better than Uranus. <laughs> it's not pronounced Uranus. It's pronounced Uranus. <laughs> and no, I've never been outside of... I am an inner space man. Am I an inner space man? Inner space man. Inner space man. It's a soul junk song. <laughs> I have never been to Uranus nor Uranus. I have, the, however, been a pianist and a pianist. I prefer the term pianist than pianist. And I don't know what I prefer, Uranus versus Uranus. <laughs> Pretty funny, better legs. Whatever, man. Thank you for the super chat. As always, those diamonds. Keep them coming. <laughs> at, my ex- at my expense. <laughs> sort of. But I get paid. Eventually. Okay. Oh, gosh. Let's talk more about this anti-white mumbo-jumbo sickness. You guys thought it was over. It's never, it's never over. Until the Lord says stop and the fat lady sings. Whiteness prevents whites from connecting to humanity. And again, I said that Kevin Howe in the chat, in the JLP chat, said that Putin said this. Putin said this? So it must be a communist common refrain. If Putin is a communist, I don't know if he is. Uh, but this is a line from Ibram X. Kendi, that guy who wrote the book Anti-Racist Baby and How to Be an Anti-Racist, How to, how to uh, be a, tell whites stop being normal. Don't be normal. Be even less normal, whites. Be less normal. Everybody else can be normal and, and hate other races and think that your race is the best and prefer your own race and all that stuff. But no, no, not for the whites. Not for the whites. And this guy is part of this Netflix presentation, I guess, or something. I don't know. Maybe they just did a movie or something. I don't know. Netflix. It's kind of rich that it's coming out of Netflix because Netflix is indeed anti-white. They hate whites. They're not Christians. The anti-white Netflix CEO and the anti-white and anti-Christian Netflix's CEO's wife, uh, they both donated to the Black Lives Matter Cuban Republican-turned-communist, former Republican-turned-communist, George Gascon, DA, out of Los Angeles County. I learned that from a newspaper not unlike this, a weekly newspaper. So uh, here's, I got this clip from Myth-Informed MKE. I always read it as Myth-Informed Mike, but I don't know. Myth-Informed I'm not saying misinformed, I'm saying myth. Like racism is a myth. Uh, myth informed my MKE. Whiteness prevents white people from connecting to humanity, says Ibram X. Kendi, receiving a giant applause from the Netflix film screening audience after demonizing white people around the world. It's a minute and 41 seconds, clip 35A. You have it there? Uh, and then I have a follow-up. He's like... 
doing this panel discussion, okay? And there's like surrounded by women, fellow women, basically, because he's kind of a woman. Uh, here it is. Check it out. I, I don't think uh, white uh, people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness and, and how much um, that construction of whiteness uh, prevents uh, white people from uh, connecting to humanity. In other words, uh, recognizing that uh, when, you, when you recognize that you are part and parcel of humanity. In other words, you're not over humanity, right? Uh, it, it allows you to really be able to connect to people who don't look like you, who have kinky hair, who have dark skin, uh, and to see yourself in them. And it's whiteness that prevents that, right? And, and when you're not able to see yourself uh, in other human beings, that creates all sorts of problems. Um, but not just societal problems, personal problems uh, that, that I think hopefully this, this, this film and this work will, will liberate those folks from. So I, I think it's, this liberate, it's liberating all the way around, right? It, it, you know, I think it, it will liberate you know, really all of us because uh, you know, we've all been told a lie about ourselves and other people. Ooh. Ooh. So deep. Look at these nerdy people. Nerdy, what are these nerdy blacks in a white world can only do what they're doing next to the white world? <laughs> Dumb dreads grow up. <laughs> they haven't really reckoned with constructions of whiteness. You're not over humanity. So does he think he's over the whites who are, think that, who he thinks think that they're over him? <laughs> when does it stop? He's so fake, telling all the white, but he's blackity black. <laughs> so blackity black. <laughs> Talking all white, but he's blackity black, says uh, Big Bump. Isn't that, inter isn't that an interesting statement? Sort of. Maybe not really. Pseudo-intellectual black propped up by intellectual Jews, says Spoiler Alert. Really able to connect with people who don't look like you. Whites, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think whites are the... Maybe one of the most likely to interracially marry nowadays? Interracially adopt? Some of those types of people who do that are... Mm, not sure. But some of the people who do that are even whites who are very pro-white. They're interracially married, or inter-ethnically married at least. Married to Hispanics, married to Jews, married to... Uh, there's even... Um, but anyway, that's, that's just lust, really. That's just lust and selfishness and whatever. Doesn't really speak to anything. See yourself in them. Whites are the, like the most accepting of every other, other people. Yeah, I get that we are like, they're in these huts, they smell funny. I was listening to American Anchor Baby yesterday who was playing a clip from this Korean War? No, Vietnamese War guy, Vietnam War. American... Uh, Veteran talking about they smelled funny. They smelled bad. The whole country smelled bad. 
They looked funny. They didn't embrace me with open arms. Like the Walter Cronkite uh, propaganda about World War II or whatever in England. Can't see yourself in other human beings. I think that, I don't know, I think that whites tend to be more fair-minded than the POCs. That's why they're more conservative. You're not over humanity. I think he's projecting his sense of uh, self-importance, thinking that they're thinking that they're self-important over them. There are whites who think that, I guess. Everybody thinks that they're over everybody. Constructions of whiteness. What does he mean by that? See yourself in them. I think part of the reason why I appreciate JLP's messages When he's talking about blacks, he's talking about spiritual stuff that anybody can relate to. Right? The anger. The blame. The being a victim nonsense. Liberate. Liberate is a communist buzzword. He kept on using the term liberate. It will... Oh, it hurts them personally, and it hurts society when you can't see yourself in other human beings. Talk about a mama. He's a mama. He's a communist. Here's uh, part B to that. Um, Clip 35B. Another woman... Myth-informed Mike, M- M- Myth-informed MKE posted this. We want to re-edit it to get it to middle schoolers. We want to create curriculum. I don't know what this movie is or what this video series is. The race hustlers want to make sure their racist message reaches the kids. Thanks, Netflix. And this woman, it's this woman talking, saying, I want middle schoolers to know that there's nothing wrong with black people. There's a lot wrong with black people. There's a lot wrong with every human being. How about that? Communists don't deal with uh, everyone. They deal with one, don't even deal with that one right. Let's say the whites, the cops, whatever. They don't deal with the blacks, the unchristians, the not normal whites, the Hispanics. They deal with one but not the other. God dealt with all of them where each one went wrong. He dealt with Adam where he went wrong, Eve where she went wrong, and the serpent where he was evil. Check this out. Netflix. (laughs) Look at these. Five women. I am doing a Stamp from the Beginning impact campaign. We made this film to change hearts, minds, and policy. Boring. I am trying to work with our team of producers to make sure that it does just that. We want it to re-edit it so that we can get it to middle schoolers. We want to create curriculum. We want to, uh, we want to do an annotated website and more because it is crucially important that children of all kinds grow up understanding there's nothing wrong with, with black people, but also grow up understanding that they have a right they have an obligation, and they have the power to make change for everybody. So that's what I'm working on next. Mama meddlers. Evil. Whoa, stop thumping the mic. <laughs> I don't like people thumping the mic. 
And she's like controlling her voice. Controlling her voice. I want to tell them that there's nothing wrong with black people. And you guys can change the world. Yes, there is wrong with everybody. And there, and there is stuff wrong with blacks. I noticed that too, Hake, says uh, Greenwall. How about repent? Don't try to change the world around you. How about that? Rick in Hampton, Virginia is on the line. Rick, thanks for calling, man. How are you doing? James, my brother, what is going on with you? Not much, just having a loosey-goosey Wednesday show. Wow, well, see, I see you had this um, black guy. Did you interview him or just, you just have to uh, get a clip of it? Uh, stay close to your phone. I didn't, I didn't interview any particular black guy. I, I did have a clip. I did play clips today. You know, my thing is when it comes to blacks and brown, they always seem like that whites will not accept blacks or people or color, as they say, but I have ran a lot of white people are very kind people. Yeah. And it's the media, it's the media that just portrays that, uh, make it seem like that. Whites are evil, and they are their supreme. But the, the, the truth be told, every race want to be supreme. Even blacks until they skin color. Sometimes I think blacks put their skin color up above the Bible. I really believe that sometimes. Every human being is possessed by this egotistical, selfish, uh, satanic spirit of pride. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I agree, man. And um, it's, it's like. I, I walk with a with an attitude that I love all people, all I see. When I see anybody, no matter what color, your status, how you look, all I see is a human soul. And that's all I see. You nice. are a person created by God, and that's all I see. And I let I just let your your, your I just look at the fruit of your fruits that you bear. Yeah. You know, like if you bearing spiritual fruits of God, Hey, much, much more respect and you'll be a blessing to uh, somebody. But when you um, sow in the seeds of evil, that's what I'm going to call you. Right. But um, I always see that uh, if every time you see black speakers, if whites will accept us, a lot of whites do. It's just the media portrays it that, you know, just to keep the division and um, race hustling going. And you know what? They create, there is a caller who some people feel sounds like he's bitter. Like he's afraid of the uh, changing demographics as if they're just innocently, naturally changing. They're not. Um, and uh, he sounds like he's, he's like got a, got a bone to pick with the uh, blacks and many blacks and others. But that, is cr- that type of person and that type of spirit is, doesn't happen in a vacuum, to quote the whoever said that about Hamas doing what they did. Uh, that kind of spirit, that kind of supposedly racist spirit, happens fr- in response to the attacks on the whites. You know, and and, and it's not right, but it's uh, it's. Let's tell the whole truth about what everybody's doing. 
you know? You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that when it comes to, um, if you, if you want to know how the world is and, and what people come from, I encourage people to um, study biblical history. Oh, yeah, everybody it's quite interesting. From, everybody came from Noah, three sons. There were all colors of people from the beginning. You even hear blacks say, we are the... Um, the first the people? No, yeah, first people. I said, in that case, then, where did all the life skin and different shades of people come from? Because, you know, I, this is what I look at. If, if two and, white, then, and, white and also, like, if they were the first people, that means that they didn't evolve. <laughs> right. They you know, I mean, they were like if the, everybody like was the... black, <laughs> it wouldn't be no other shades of people. Right. But it's that you know that, every you know, like, um... All the um, all the um, all the world was populated through Noah's son. That's it. Shem, Japheth, and Ham. What they say, the black race came from Ham, the white race came from Japheth, and the Pecan and the Israelites came from uh, Shem. What about the Asians? Asians, they Japheth. Oh, okay. They're from Japheth. Some, some. Yep. They um, they um, they um, tend to be from from the, the descendants of Japheth, I believe. And what are and, what um, are the whites? Whites are um, descendants of Japheth. Japheth. Okay, so Japheth gave us Asians and whites. Okay. Yep. And um, what Ham about gave, the Hispanics? The Hispanics are part. Hispanics are considered Hamite or Ham, descendants of Ham. Oh, really? Hispanics are part Ham. Ham is the black, though. Yep. Hispanics Ham are part Japheth, though, because they're part white. Many of them. You know, there are some, and um, just my to my knowledge, that you know, I, like I said. They they um they tend to say Japheth um and Shem is Japheth Shem is tend- wait Shem is the Arabs Shem is the Arabs yeah. and the Semites yeah, and Jews a- allegedly yes don't don't your mid your Middle Eastern people your Arab well you you know I don't want to say the Arabs but like I said they came from Ishmael as well how know? do you know this well Ishmael um is this just the, is this just from. the going theory because the Bible doesn't really say this well no it they don't but it's you know, it's Tim. When you read, look at um, just look at the world geography. If you look at um, Ishmael, he's the father of Islam because named after um, Ishmael, Islam. Okay, yeah, Ishmael was uh, the the um, he was um the son of Abraham. Yeah, who he wasn't the promised child, but um, that that that's something Sarah and Abraham created was uh, Ishmael. Yeah, but the original promise was Isaac, and God said, "Look, I'm gonna give you Isaac." But, um, of course, you know, we want to speed the plan of a crime and help God out and make a mess of things. That's where Ishmael came from. Yeah. Interesting, man. I don't know if what, all that stuff is... I don't know what the truth is Well, if you look at all um, um, different... Um, you know, that's what they say, you know. the world. Now, the world was populated from um, Noah's three sons. The Bible say that clearly. Right, yeah. You know, At least that area, that area was, because I don't know if the I don't know if the flood was the whole earth or just the known area of those people. You know. You know what I think? I believe it was destroyed the world. I think it was the entire earth. Because I don't know and if the they knew about the entire earth. They weren't talking about. They weren't necessarily talking about that. But anyway, man, I gotta run. Yeah. We're we're light. We're, I'm get, I'm running late. I appreciate oh, it, Rick. Okay. It's good to hear from you, man. Hey, always good to hear from you, man. Let all let brotherly love continue, man. We got to get rid of all these race hustlers, and then, like I said, the liberal whites and the liberal blacks are the ones, in my opinion, keeping um 
even division going among people. Them, those, those two groups right there, in my opinion. They are not innocent, that's for sure. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, Take care. Man. Yep. Love y'all. Be blessed. All right. Guys, it's Christmas time. This is Christmas Song by In Praise of Folly from the 2004 compilation All I Want from Christmas from Lujo Records. Adios, America. See you tomorrow, hopefully. American Anchor Baby at noon Pacific. Bye. God gets you the same gift every year. It isn't scarves or sweaters. He never even wraps it. Hides it under trees, you see. He's not that sneaky, but you know it's hard for us to shop for him. He has everything that isn't that he's picky or even tries to give our presents. Jesus. Oh, how Tentacles. Proud and selfish. Have you seen the rings around Uranus? <laughs> no. A diamond from GMD Jim asking about the rings around Uranus or Uranus. Christmas song by In Praise of Folly. And it turns Asian like the Magi from the East who came to see Jesus when he was two years old or so.
Well, adios, America. Bye.